Your organic search is over. Here's Naturally Savvy with health experts Andrea Donsky and Lisa Davis. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis with Andrea Donsky, and I have to be honest, sometimes I just feel like giving up. Now, it's probably not the most popular thing to say, but I feel like I'm not alone in that. Sometimes life gets overwhelming. Going for our goals can get overwhelming, but we've got to keep going because victory is near. You never know what's around the corner, and my favorite person to pet me up and give me that extra strength and go-to attitude is Cornell Thomas, who joins us now. Hi, Cornell. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. How are you? I am doing amazing. Thank you so much. All right. So, Cornell, we've had talks about this. We're close. You and Andrew are close. We all adore each other, and, and we're very supportive of each other's careers. Sometimes you just get, or at least I just get like, erg, what is going on? I try so hard. This isn't moving. This isn't moving. But you never know, like I said, what's around the corner. So what advice do you have to me and everybody listening, Andrea, about how we just keep going and, and how we just kind of have to muscle through or whatever that expression is. <laughs> well, I, I would say this. I was at a Tony Robbins event last year, a date with Destiny, and as soon as you walk in, there's this big sign, and it says, Victory is Near. And it immediately makes me think of this picture that I was circulating uh, on the Internet where there's these two guys with pickaxes, and they're picking to a rock. And one guy is like, literally an inch away from his goals and he's still picking and the other guy is walking he's an inch away as well but he's walking back and what i think people don't understand is that opportunity is always right around the corner when you're working for it and they give up before they get a chance to see that dream come to fruition because they think that they're so far away we're usually not as far as way far away as we think we are and when that doubt comes in it makes us feel like we're like an eternity away from something that's probably pretty uh, accessible for us to get. Cornell, why do you think that is that people turn away before they're actually achieving their goal? Well, part, I think a big part is, is the fact that we're just conditioned, right? We're conditioned to dream big but be realistic. So when you dream big and it's not happening right away and we're in a type of society where it's like we don't get instant results and something has to be wrong with us or what we're doing, then we quit. It's like that's why, you know, the day after New Year's, you have six gazillion people in the gym. And then that next day, there's like <laughs> one because they didn't lose 30 pounds in one day. So they're like, well, this is never going to happen. And they throw their hands up mm -hmm. and they leave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because sometimes when you just push and push and push, you, you know, you feel like I'm not getting anywhere. And I think you probably are getting somewhere. But like you said, maybe it's not happening as fast as you like. But I think sometimes yeah. it is nice to change gears or even try something else for a, a little bit just to refresh yourself. What do you think about that? And then go back to your goal. Because sometimes if you just go, 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 if you get burnt out, it could end up being longer if you don't give yourself a little time to say, OK, let me take stock. Let me breathe. Let me, you know, think about this or tweaking well, yeah, it. Yeah, well, I, I sure, think there's I like no problem that, with that. There's, there's no problem with that. I mean, I always tell people if, you're, if your plan A is not working, either you have to get a stronger plan A or get a different one, right? My thing is, is if you enjoy the process, which is hard for a lot of people, if you enjoy the process, it's going to be very hard to get burnt out by it. So if you, like, you embrace the journey, like if I'm training for a marathon, and Muhammad Ali has a favorite quote, he's like, I hated training every day, but I knew that I needed it. Like, for me, like, I'm not going to do anything that I hate every day. I just can't. I'm, it's just not in my DNA. Like, if I hate what I'm doing, I'm probably going to stop. And I'm a pretty positive person, pretty goal-driven person. So i got to enjoy the process. If Andrea's telling me, hey, Cornell, these are the steps you need to do to eat healthier and be healthy, 
And every day I'm like drinking some smoothie. I'm like, oh, I hate this smoothie or I hate this. <laughs> I'm going to eventually stop. She's going to turn her back. I'm going to get an Oreo cookie and I'm going to go to town, you know? So uh, you, you have to you have to enjoy the process. You have to enjoy the journey. And it's okay to tweak uh, your plan A or, you know what, scrap it and get a completely different plan A. Maybe it wasn't meant to be. Maybe it was you're meant to do something else. You make me laugh, Cornell. I'm thinking of my kids. What you would do is what my kids do. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. But I mean, at the same time, it's like, you know, but um, I think at the end of the day, though, you know, what you were saying is, is interesting to me, you know, for years, I've been in my own business now, I run a couple of different companies, and I've been doing it for over 16 years. And people would always say to me on a Sunday, they're like, Oh, I can't believe I have to go back to work tomorrow. And I would be like, yeah. Oh, my God, tomorrow's Monday, I've got so much to do, I can't wait to get back into the office. And it was such a different mindset. And I remember even when I worked in corporate, I was I had that same it's Sunday blues, and I have to go back to work the next day. And yeah. I think for me, I'm with you, like, I can't do anything that I hate. And listen, mm -hmm. I was doing something that I didn't enjoy. And I left it. And I took me many years to start making a living doing my own thing. But at the same sure. time, I knew I couldn't be doing something that I was miserable at. Like I would come home every day in tears working for this woman that I just couldn't handle it. So yeah. I think for those that are listening and thinking, okay, right, you know, like, yeah, sure. Like I can't really leave what I'm doing. What are some tips that you can, or some insight that you can give people that they can walk away with going, wait a second, maybe I can, you know, do this or yeah. what I really wanted to do. Well, see, that's the same. It's the same thing I was saying before in terms of programming, right? People immediately think, well, there's no way I can do it. No, there's a way you can do it because the blueprint is already out there. Anything you want to be, it's there. J.K. Rowling was working as a as a waitress with no money, just went through a divorce, and now she's like a billionaire. Like, there's ways to do it. If you're at a job mm -hmm. that pays Love the bills and keeps... Yeah. yeah, it's a great story, but it's like if you're at a job that pays the bills and keeps the light, lights on, that's fine. But when you leave that job, you should be writing down a plan. What is your exit strategy? You know, I think it's... It, it's kind of reckless to say, okay, well, you know what, this pays the bills, well, I'm just going to just say Geronimo and leave and I have kids, and, you know, they'll fend for themselves and I'll figure it out. You know, that's kind of reckless, but if you're saying to yourself every day after you leave your job, man, what can I do today to get me towards that path and start writing things down and taking, you know, taking some, putting some action behind it, then that's different. So I, I would say while you're at this job that pays the bills, while you're at your day job, start strategizing for your dream job. And it could be as easy as, you know, writing down your goals and taking action. Like, what are the action steps I need to take to make this happen? And I like what you said about, you know, people are, you know, it's like stop listening to what other people say. If you believe you could do yep. something, I'm almost, I'm always from that mindset. I remember years ago, I, w I wanted to do a program for a big retailer where I live and they're the biggest and people would be like, oh, you're crazy. You'll never get in there. And I was like, huh, watch me. And I went in there and we got in there and we did it, you know, and I think it's the key is not ever listening to what other people say. And I remember when I started yep. Naturally Savvy, this was so many years ago and I was doing a poll. I'm like, okay, who likes the name Naturally Savvy? And I asked 10 people, nine people out of 10 said they hated the name and they're like, it's awful. I don't like it. I loved it. And my husband yeah. loved it. And I was like, you know what? I really don't care what anybody else thinks. And I went with yep. it and I created Naturally Savvy. And I can't even tell you since then how many people say, I love that name. That is yep. such a great name. It's a great so name. It's like, sure. listen, it's such a great name. It's a great name. It's like, so it's listening to your gut. Don't listen to other people. Do what you think you can do. And even if you think you're reaching, like, and this is a quote from you, Cornell, even if you think you're reaching for the stars and you are, and that's good because you could achieve it, right? You can reach yeah. them. Sure. And that's, uh, that's my thing, Andrew. You hit the nail on the head. If you, if honestly, if I go out to a million people and I wear whatever shirt, right, you're going to get a different opinion almost from everybody. 
But the yeah. opinion that you're not going to hear is your own. And when you have all these chefs in the kitchen, you know, who's cooking? You know, you're letting people cook your life for you. And I'm just never, ever going to let that happen. I'm the only chef in the kitchen. That doesn't mean if someone says, Cordelia, maybe you should add a little spice. You know, I'm not going to listen. But when it comes down to making that ultimate decision, I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to live, I'm not going to let other people's words affect my actions and stop me from doing what I know that I'll commit exactly. to do on this earth. And it's just so important. I think if people can just take that from this conversation, just take that, like what you just said, like just do what you want to do and don't let people talk you out of it. Man, you've, you've got a huge life lesson there. Mm-hmm. No, I, I totally agree. Lisa, did you want to say something quickly? Oh, I just wanted to say, you know, when you're talking about this, Cornell, just it makes me think of your book, The Power of Positivity, Controlling Where the Ball Bounces. And that's what yeah. you're doing by putting yeah. what you want to do first and believing in yourself. Back to you, Andrea, to close this wonderful series. Oh, I love <laughs> Cornell. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome, Lisa. Well, Cornell, thank you for always being on our show and being the positive person that you are. It's really hats off to you. You can visit Cornell's blog at powerofpositivity.net. You can also follow him on Twitter, like we do, at Cornell Thomas. I'm Andrew Donsky, along with Lisa Davis. This is Naturally Savvy Radio on Radio MD. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at your Radio MD and at Naturally Savvy. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay well. <laughs>